One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Today, we've got a crazy entitled parent story all about a DNA test. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, entitled mother demands invitation to my daughter's birthday party. It's probably not as flashy as other stories here, but still entitled and starring a mom. My daughter, four, pretty much gets along with most of the kids in kindergarten, so her birthday used to be kind of a bigger event. This year, instead of the usual pool party, she wanted to visit a specific kid-friendly theme park. This means more costs and stress for us, transportation, but also supervising. So we opted to only invite the kids she's close to. All of them have been regularly inviting her as well for playtime and their own birthdays. One of the kids who didn't get an invite this year never had invited my daughter to birthday or playdates. Also, my daughter told me that that girl is not her friend and calls her ugly because of her glasses. Said child didn't get an invite this year but was invited last year. Her mom then approached me today. The entitled mother said, So, Opie's daughter's birthday is all the talk right now. All the kids are excited. I said, yes, my daughter's also really looking forward to it. She said, do you have a schedule yet? I said, a rough one, but we still have time to figure it out. She said, any suggestions for a gift? I said, well, you don't need to get us anything. We also didn't get one for your kid. She said, yes, but my daughter wasn't invited, so she didn't need to get a gift. I said, exactly. Silence. She said, wait, do you mean we're not invited to your daughter's birthday? I said yes, sorry, but we wanted to go smaller this year, as the trip is more expensive. She said, but my kid's looking forward to it. I said, sorry, I'm sure you can still go whenever you want. She said, no, she wants to go with her friends. I said, invite them, and she can. She said, haha, very funny. What about the party and the cake? This is ridiculous. My daughter will feel left out. You're a bully. At this point, I just shrugged and went my way. I mean, just from the start, when the kid is bullying OP, that's enough to say that this kid isn't invited, especially when the parent seems to be a clear enabler of this behavior. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my mother-in-law will be the reason my husband and I divorce. My mother-in-law is the most entitled, selfish, disrespectful person, but despite this, My husband still has love and respect for her and wants to avoid making her upset. What makes her upset? Saying no to her, not giving her money, defending himself or me when she insults us. The list goes on. Recent examples of how toxic she is. 1. She threatened not to go to our wedding if we don't uninvite someone that her friend doesn't like. 2. She screamed at my husband because we didn't invite someone that I haven't even met before and that my husband hasn't seen in decades threatening again that if this person can't come, neither will she. The next day, she proceeded to ask him for money and offered to attend our wedding if he gives it to her. 3. She's upset that we bought our first home without her permission and that we didn't offer to let her live with us. To be spiteful, she texts my husband news articles about the bad housing market and laughs, saying we made a big mistake and must have lost so much money. We didn't. 4. At a dinner with other people, she'll randomly tell my husband and I that we should go to the gym and get our blood pressure checked. I have a medical disorder that causes weight gain. I love my husband so much, but he feels too much guilt about going no contact. He can't set boundaries to save his life. 
So whenever his mom acts like this, he'll shut her out for a few days and then it's business as usual. I tell him how much it hurts me seeing her treat him and us like this and still allow her to have access into our life, but it's like he has Stockholm Syndrome. If we ever divorce, I have no doubt she will be the reason. I think it's really quite unfortunate, but OP's completely right here where he needs to be able to have those boundaries. And frankly, if it's just not a boundary he cannot make, if that thing is a deal breaker for you and makes you miserable, then maybe you just aren't compatible enough. Our next story is, Entitled parents slash tourists cuss me out for being a bad influence because I walk in shorts and a t-shirt. This happened about an hour ago and I'm still smiling about the ridiculousness of the people I encountered. The city I live in is on a lot of lists that contain the word cities to visit in so-and-so region of Poland, making tourists a daily encounter. This also means Americans, oh boy are they a handful. In my region, the temperature was around 3 to 7 degrees Celsius for all of March and some of April, but not too long ago it spiked to 15 to 20 degrees Celsius, and because of that, I'm walking in shorts and a t-shirt pretty much every day, even when there's no sun and it's raining. Some Americans here walk in a darn winter coat when it gets to 10 degrees. Every other day, I have to walk to school, which I don't complain about. I have only one kilometer to school when I know some people that drive at 6am just to get here in time. This also means I try to make it as comfortable as I can, and my walks in a hoodie started being moist town after coming back from school or going to school, so I decided to walk in a t-shirt and shorts. After leaving my house and getting to the main street sidewalk, I was looking at the cars passing by. I can tell when someone's a tourist as they don't turn on lights when they're in a car which must be turned on at all times. It's understandable as most countries around the world don't require daylights. There's a way to show people with your hand that says, hey your lights are off, turn them on. But most tourists of course don't understand it. One car I spotted, also with lights off, was the entitled parent's car. When I showed the sign, the father looked at me with confusion. The mother looked offended and looked like she was saying something to the dad. They passed me, but when I looked back, they turned around on a rentable property's driveway and then started gassing their little Skoda to get to me. The mother rolled down her window and started yelling, What the freak did you show us back there? I said, What? I said, What the freak was that sign you flashed when we passed? I said, Your lights are off. You need to have them on. She says, I know the law better than you. I'm a darn lawyer. You don't tell me what I know and don't know. I said, Don't be upset when you get a $300 ticket. For context, police in my city does not like tourists. The entitled mother says, also, why the heck are you so skimpily dressed? I said, it's hot outside. She replies, I'm freezing my butt off talking to you. It's not hot out. Go back to your house and dress accordingly. I said, I am dressing accordingly. I live here. I'm used to the climate and so I dress how I feel comfortable in. She says, where's your mother? I said, leave me alone. Find someone else to bother. She said, I'm not done with you. Come back, I'm speaking to you. And I said, freak off, you darn tourist in Polish. The entitled mother knew what I said because she started yelling. I don't know what she yelled, but it consisted of freak and witch a lot. I kept walking to school, laughing at how absurd this whole ordeal was. I don't know what their goal was, but neither do I care. This is just a terrible, narcissistic tourist in a place they don't fully understand. Like as if it's some big flex that you know the laws back from where you came from. 
And for reference for anybody that uses Fahrenheit like me, 10 to 15 is about 50 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Which I mean, if you're from the south or from a hotter climate, you're definitely like, oh, that's that's jacket weather for sure. But it's definitely very normal for people to just wear t-shirts in that kind of weather. This next story is, Entitled Mother is trying to make me pay her debts. Let's get down to the facts. I'm a 25-year-old woman and I live with my fiancé. About a couple of months ago, I came home to celebrate my brother's birthday and complained to my mother about how she treats my brother differently. He's a 15-year-old man. She spoiled me a lot and treats him like dirt. We had a big fight that day. After that, my brother moved in with our aunt. I went back to my fiancé's house, blocked her, and kept in touch with my father and brother. Now, for the interesting part, a week ago, my father called me and told me that he divorced my mother. The process was ongoing, but she was living with my grandmother. Until then, everything was going well, until yesterday. I received a call from an unknown number. I answered and I had a surprise. It was my mother. She started the conversation in a hostile way, blaming me for the divorce and taking offense at me. I was shocked. There was so much information going on when I'd just woken up. I'll paraphrase the most interesting part of the conversation. Mom said, look, because of you, I'm in debt and it's hard to find a good lawyer to defend me. Since this is your fault, I demand that you pay for these things for me. And I also want you to buy me a house and pay the bills. I said, why the heck would I do that? She said, why am I sending it? I'm your mother and you must obey me. You took everything from me. It's your obligation. If it wasn't for me, you would be nothing. She was screaming on the phone. It was about 4 a.m., I said, go to heck, you must be crazy if you think I'm going to do these things for you. What authority do you think you have to order me around like that? I'm already an adult, I live far from you, and I have my job and more to do. You treated me like I was an animal my whole life. If I didn't do your bidding, I'd be beaten. All this happened because you caused it. Mother said, how can you talk to me like that? I'm your mother, I'm ordering you to obey me. I said, freak you. I hung up on her and blocked her. I was very irritated and I was very rude. Now I'm getting messages from my mom's various Instagram accounts, threatening and all. My fiance and my brother are receiving threats and curses. My dad said he's been getting messages like that too. My fiance told my mother to stop. She refuses to listen to him, so let's take legal action against her. That's all for now, I'll bring you more news soon. So what really is going on here is OP did exactly what the entitled mother wanted for most of their lives and were cherished and praised because of it despite, you know, all the not so nice things going on. And now OP's finally putting their foot down and saying, no, I won't just blindly do everything you say and everything you ask and expect of me, which obviously is great. This next story is DNA test revealed my dad is not my biological father. Mom is still lying about it. A little background, I'm going to be 30 in a couple of months. I have two older sisters that are half-siblings, we share the same mother. She was married before getting together with my dad. I also have a younger brother that I thought was my full sibling. There are a number of reasons I've wanted to get a DNA test, but never had the guts to do so until recently. I never talked about this with anyone other than my spouse, but two years ago, I went to my brother and asked if he would do a DNA test with me which would reveal if we're full or half siblings. I wanted the DNA test because I don't have a father listed on my birth certificate. When my mom was pregnant with me, she didn't tell anyone until she was about 6 months along. 
She wasn't with anyone at the time, so family members asked a lot of questions about who the father was, and she never gave it up. No one was there at the hospital when I was born. She's told stories or answered questions I've had as a kid or an adult where things don't really add up, and my mom lies all the blame. I honestly won't even believe her if she told me the sky were blue. So two months ago, my brother and I finally went forth and did the DNA test. As no surprise, sure enough, we are half-siblings. This wasn't shocking to me, but obviously I had a lot of questions. My mom at this point still had no idea we took the test. So I asked my sisters who were 7 and 10 at the time, when I was born, if they knew anything from her pregnancy. When I was born, when I was growing up, etc. They gave me the information they could, as well as another family member. At this point I called my dad and let him know we took a DNA test, and he told me he always knew and that it would change nothing. Let it be known, it also changes nothing for me. I just wanted to know if my mom was really lying to me all of these years. I started asking questions, piecing together information. Turns out, when my mom and dad got together, she was 23 and he was about 12 years old. They weren't officially together, but she definitely started the grooming process at that point. He went on to get emancipated and started couch surfing, often living at her house. When he was 17, they broke up. He moved on and next thing you know, she comes in and says I'm six months pregnant and it's yours. She had spent years grooming him and making him whatever she wanted him to be, to the point where he would believe anything she said. He fully believed I was his child, so he moved in. He didn't go to the hospital when I was born because he was underage. He was never listed on my birth certificate because my mom had some story about how it was illegal. Anyways, I was three years old and they officially split and he started asking for visitation with me. My mom said no, so my dad was going to take it to court. And that's when my mom revealed that he was not the biological father. Knowing this, he went back to be with my mom because that's the only way he would be in my life. A year and a half later, they had my brother and went on to stay together until 2012 when they officially split for good. Never married or anything, but still a very nasty split. My dad also let me know during the time he was living with her on and off after he was emancipated. She would throw parties at the house and all the young boys in the neighborhood would come over and basically do whatever they wanted. He gave me a name of who my potential father could be. And since all of this has come out, I've had family and friends come to me and give me another name of who it could be. I believe it's either one of these two people, but that's not really what's important here. Having all of this information under my belt, I finally confronted my mom. I told her I did the DNA test, why I did the DNA test, and what the results were. At first, she laughed, told me to stop joking, and called me a brat. When I sent her the legitimate results, she said it was impossible. DNA test was wrong and I needed to do it again. She has spent the last two months making me feel crazy, telling me the DNA test was incorrect. I did a paternity test as well, which gave the same result, to which she says is wrong. She said my dad somehow forged the results to persuade me away from her. There have been so many lies I've learned over the You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Last 30 years, she's a classic narcissist through and through. Like I mentioned earlier, I didn't do this test because I wanted to know if my dad was my biological father. I wanted to know if my mom truly lied about it for the past 30 years. Family members, friends of hers, and even neighbors I grew up next to have come forward and said she's spoken to them about this years and years ago. Everyone assumed that I'd already knew and were shocked that I was just now finding out. I have so many emotions regarding all this. My head is reeling over the fact that I don't know who my biological father is. Obviously major trust issues considering my mom lied for 30 years and is still lying. I'm having a little bit of an identity crisis because I'm like, who am I? And it's just been so overwhelming. I'm hoping this is a place I can come to vent, maybe get some support through people who understand crazy parents. And I'd also like a little validation that I'm not crazy and that two DNA tests are going to be accurate. I definitely think those two DNA tests OP took are more than accurate. I've always been kind of interested in the ancestry or the 23andMe or whatever, but besides the like privacy concerns as far as them documenting my DNA, a part of it for me on why I wouldn't want to do those kinds of things is just because I don't know if I want to know who I'm going to automatically get paired with who's also done that test that all of a sudden pops up and can be in contact. Also, there is no level of glossing over the fact of when that relationship originated. 23 and 12? I don't even understand how this could happen. I don't think you even need to look much beyond that to know that the mom is definitely in the wrong here. Our next story is how my brother and bio dad screwed my mental. First of all, we need some context. I, bio female, non-binary, 24, am asexual, panromantic, and polyamorous. This will play a role later. My family consists of my mom, female 48, my dad, male 62, my stepdad, male 47, my brother, male 29, and my grandparents, both well over 60 but can't exactly tell as my relation to them is strained, to put it mildly. My brother and I have different fathers. My mom left my brother's dad when my brother was two-ish after she found out he cheated on her. When my brother was three, my parents met, and when he was five, they had me. Important to note, my brother's father isn't in the picture, except as a family friend. He's on good terms with everyone, even my mom. My dad made sure to favor me whenever he can, and therefore made my brother realize that he wasn't his own blood. Fast forward to when I was around nine, my mom was the solo breadwinner because my dad got a diagnosis for his broken wrist too late and it went full on stiff, which sent him into early retirement. Her work times were non-conventional. She would work for two days for 12 hours, 11am to 11pm, then be home for two days. 
My brother and dad would get into scream matches basically every day my mom wasn't home. These got worse and worse, especially since both my brother and my dad went into extreme alcoholism one or two years after this going on. The screaming became physical not long after, both hitting each other on a daily basis. I still have trauma and PTSD to this day because of that. As soon as someone just gets a bit louder, I get a mental breakdown. Because in their alcohol rush, they sometimes wouldn't care who was in front of them, so I also got my fair share of hits. When I was around 11 years, my mom started getting along with my now stepdad, who she met at work. They became good friends and sometimes just went out to drive their motorbikes together. As the alcoholism got worse, and my dad made less and less efforts to help with me or around the house, their relationship, they were never married, ended after being together for almost 15 years. My dad instantly jumped to conclusions, saying the reason they broke up was my stepdad, how my mom sleeps around, etc. He would also tell me about his suspicions. My mom and stepdad came together a few weeks after mom and dad broke up. Their relationship was strained for over half a year. They just made it official back then. Therefore, I hated my stepdad. It went so far that I almost ended the relationship. I was a 12-year-old hearing from their dad that their mom cheated, so I tended to believe him. But I realized rather early that my dad was full of it and that my mom never cheated. My dad moved out after living at my mom's place. She was allowed to use over half the house of my grandparents, aka her parents, for her and her family, for another half a year. My mom would sleep at my stepdad's place in between work days as it was located closer to her workplace. Then my father would finally move out. Another three or four years after, my stepdad would move in with us. My stepdad works far away and is only home on weekends anyways, so having this flat was only money thrown out the window. My dad would always complain about money being tight, and every time I wanted to visit him, I was only allowed to do so if I brought money for food because he couldn't afford feeding me otherwise. I came out to my family as bisexual when I was 14. My mom and stepdad were very supportive. My grandma is living somewhere in the 19th century and cursed at me and my dad called it a phase that will end. Sometime around when I was 15, my brother would get on the wrong track and even go to jail because of a stunt he pulled with some friends. Don't want to go into more detail here. My grandma always blamed me for it and said it's my fault he got onto the wrong track. This is why my grandparents and I don't get along well. When I was 16, my dad moved far away and started an insanely well-paying job. My parents theoretically had shared custody, but my dad lived too far away, roughly 600 kilometers, to see me often. When we asked him about child support, we didn't even ask for the amount he would have to pay. We asked for one-fifth of the child support he actually owed. He would go defensive every time and straight up refuse to pay it until I threatened to go to court. Then he started paying it. Even though he was mad at me for even thinking about going to court, after everything he did for me. When I was 19, I had some issues finding a job. Because I had no car and my mom lived in a small village with horrible public transport, my dad told me I should move closer to him. He would help me finding and paying a place. So I did exactly that. I went on living very close to a huge city in my country, so way better chances for me to find a job. The place I lived at was a room my landlord rented out in her own house. Shared bathroom and kitchen, I was allowed to use everything. 
I don't know why, but my dad felt the need to move in there too. This is when he literally started stalking me. He would go on the balcony to check if I was home and what I was doing, would constantly complain if I played video games, and just in general, everything I did was wrong. But because he paid for my place, when asking my landlord, she said I had to talk to my father as he's paying rent, and my father wouldn't budge on paying as a further method to control me, didn't help that I lost my job due to an injury on my leg which kept me out of commission for a few months. I had enough and moved in with my then boyfriend. As soon as helping me pay rent wouldn't help him control me anymore, he stopped helping me out financially completely. So there I was, left alone, without a job. I was glad that my boyfriend helped me back then. When things went south with my ex, he actually helped me get my stuff back to my mom's place. This was around New Year's, and the only reason he did was because he was going there anyways, because he wanted to visit my brother and spend time with him on New Year's. And yeah, I was confused by that as well, but it seems like my brother and my father actually started getting along insanely well, and would see each other on a regular basis. My dad would also always help out my brother financially. I had some moving around on my own. I even moved to a different country for a few months. It was basically no contact with my father at this point. No contact except for occasional happy birthday and other holiday messages. On New Year's 2020 to 2021, my dad was visiting my brother again to celebrate New Year's. My brother's bio dad was also visiting because my brother had his first child and he wanted to meet his grandson. They decided to check on me and came over for some coffee and cake. They brought the cake, I made the coffee. I made sure to tell them a time where my mom wasn't home so she didn't have to deal with my dad. She was thankful afterwards. We were talking and somehow my brother brought up how stressed my mom seems lately i said it's because of all the work she has to do she got a promotion and a lot more work with that together with the hard time my grandma's giving her they had some issues with my grandparents and my mom couldn't take it anymore at one point my brother then decided to be funny and say nah i think it's because she's sexually frustrated i mean my dad's here we can set something up my dad had the audacity to laugh and agree to this statement i saw red this was my mother they were talking about i blew up at them saying just because you two can't keep it in your pants and think sex is everything doesn't give you the right to talk about our mother like this aren't you ashamed saying that about that person that raised you there's the door you jerks can leave right now and i insisted i yelled them out of the house In September 2021, my mom and stepdad got married. My dad went on a tirade about how my mom said she never wanted to marry and how even that was a lie and that it's horrible that he wasn't invited, he's still family. Mind you, this person called my mom a cheating witch and they couldn't be on worse terms, like they despise and hate each other deeply. Last year in February, I was 23 back then, my boyfriend and I got a puppy. Her name is Senna, and even though she never got trained to be one, I see her as my secret support animal. And no, I would never say she is to anyone, but she really helps me with my anxiety when outside. I put pictures of her in my WhatsApp status, and my dad also saw her and would go, Oh, such a cute little girl or boy, blah blah. Then he wanted to talk. Yeah, so once a week he would ask about my puppy. Nope, not really about me or my boyfriend, just about Senna. In May last year, I finally went to get friendship tattoos with my best friend, male, that we'd planned for over 7 years at this point. Of course, exactly when I was away to get them, 
He paid for them as a birthday gift for himself. My dad would call and ask to see Senna. I said I can send pics, but I can't show her on call because I wasn't home. He asked me what was going on. I explained I went on a mini vacation with my best friend to get the tattoo. He went on a rant about how I could go there without my boyfriend, what my boyfriend thought about it, blah blah. When I said that my boyfriend actually trusts me, his answer was, yeah, obviously this is a mistake, seeing how you're sleeping around. I just called him names and ended the call right then and there. He sent me some messages about not being able to hear the truth and crap like that, especially because it wasn't the first time he implied stuff like that when I went somewhere without my boyfriend. And yes, he theoretically knows about me being asexual. He's saying I just use it as an excuse to get trust and sleep around. Same with my being bi. I didn't even bother to explain pan to him. That's still just a phase. This also goes with me being non-binary. He will refuse to call me by my pronouns. That was when I went full on no contact with him. I never answered him or anything. I would occasionally get messages about how I could do this to him and so on, but I blocked him everywhere at this point. I talked about marrying my boyfriend at one point and how I won't invite my dad because of the mentioned things. My brother went off at me that blood is thicker than water and I can't do this to his poor soul. Well, yeah, after all he did to me, all the mental and physical harm he caused me, He isn't my father. He is straight up my egg donor. Nothing more. I want to puke thinking about being blood related to this being. But in my world, he's nothing more than an egg donor that doesn't deserve being part of my life. Isn't that such a sad last resort meaningless saying, blood is thicker than water? It means nothing unless you are literally comparing two different vials of liquids. Then scientifically it's truthful. Just because you can say that sentence, it means you should accept with open arms an abusive parent? Definitely not. You know what's also thicker than water? The phone I pressed the block button on. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.